is a public service announcement. The episode that you are about to listen to is part of the annual Distraction Pieces podcast, Drunkcast. What is about to follow may be offensive, may be stupid, may... It's basically, it's us getting drunk, and please forgive us if we say anything horrific. All right, on with the episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Distraction Pieces podcast, episode 547, part one. It's the drunk cast, baby. A lot of you lot's favourite time of the year, some of you lot's worst time of the year, but here we are. We almost didn't do the drunk cast this year. Uh, we had a big kind of discussion about it. It's the first time I've put forward to whether we want to, because we get into it, but the three of us have had up and down years. So, um, I wasn't sure if it was the year to kind of get drunk and think about it, but I'm so glad we did. I will give you a warning. The drunk cast is always a bit of a mess. I've got new recording equipment and there was a bit of a, a mess up on my side. So it recorded perfectly, but we don't we don't have the individual stems, which we normally have. And that just means that the, the Buddy Peace, the best producer in the world, has got his hands tied on how much he can clean it up and tidy it up. So things like Stu breathing into the, the mic a lot when he's drunk, maybe some eating, maybe some Chris Chris being nowhere near the mic half the time because he's drunk. So we've bumped a lot of it. Buddy has done an amazing job. You probably wouldn't have noticed if I hadn't said, but I just wanted to pre-warn on that and make it clear that that was my my mess up. Um, I thought I'd done a good thing in the in the settings and I'd done a bad thing. I'd been a bad boy. <laughs> anyway. Let's get on with this. There's five parts, ladies and gentlemen, so there's plenty more to come, but this is the start of your journey. This is part one of the 2023 Drunk Cast with Chris and Stu from the Hardcore Listing Podcast and just from my life. They are wonderful humans. Let's go with part one. Right, we're rolling. Here we are. You can already hear the munching of crisps. Yes. Um, <laughs> cheers. 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 It's drunk cast time. It's been a while, isn't it? I wasn't sure if we were allowed to talk or not. Yeah, I yeah, I guess so. Around. I normally do a big intro and I normally say I'm joined by my oldest friend, one of my oldest friends, Chris Glasson, and one of my oldest friends, Stuart Whiffin. And... <laughs> I did it two years in a row, and Chris and Stu loved it the second time, which makes me know he got wankered the first time because he'd completely forgotten it. Although, when we did the drunk cast, were you there when we had James A. Custer and Ed Gamble on for Pod Bible? Yeah. Because when, you know, when we did the drunk cast that had A. Custer on and he got wankered and he hilariously dubbed me Woke Fagan. Yeah. (laughs) I referenced, when we had them on Pod Bible, I referenced myself as Woke Fagan and he cracked up and we realised he had no memory of that. So he just made himself laugh. He, he, he thought I'd come up with it. It was like, Woke Fagan, that's fucking brilliant. I was like, you know that's yours, right? Yeah, it's the test of a good joke, isn't it? Anyway. I've he, just had a sip of that beer. Well, let's see what we're all, all drinking. Stu, what are you drinking? It's in a Stella glass, but that's just... To, yeah, it's not Stella. To get through customs at Essex. It's the, the Brewdog Lager. <laughs> The Brewdog Lager, is it any good? It, it's all right. I just don't want to like do what Chris is doing right now. Yeah, what have you gone for, Chris? OJ. 
OJ, the it's a premium strength beer. Yeah, it's got a can of OJ, and I was like, no, that give me acid indigestion. Thinking for some reason you're offering me orange juice. A can. He, I he thought, he thought I suggested he gets a can of orange juice. <laughs> He's choosing his beers. I'm like, how about a can of orange juice? <laughs> <laughs> Because um, he just offered me a smell of ice. That's right. what I thought. I suggested said. a smell of ice, yeah. My, my right. And then he said OJ. I thought, well, anyway, it's uh, 8.5% strong born in Belgium beer. I thought, for a joke, I'll have some. And it's, it is actually, it's, it's quite nice, but it is really strong. It's basically, like is it basically tenant super? It's got like a hipster on the front, isn't it? It's got like a bearded sort guy, of, oh. a cartoon of a bearded guy. It's probably like a it tastes like a be nice Belgian beer, but with a shot of vodka in it. That's actually all right. It's not too bad. I was hoping I wasn't going to like it, then I wouldn't drink it, but it sounds like I like it. It's been a surprise good advert for OJ. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Buy it as a joke, enjoy it. <laughs> That's the tagline. <laughs> Buy it as a joke, become an alcoholic. <laughs> a bit like, that should be your slug, right, for the junk you're drinking, right? The best drink. I'm drinking a Scroobius, obviously. Mm -hmm. A Slingsbury Gin and Pepsi Max. Lovely. And you had one of these recently, didn't you, Stu? I'm, I'm sure you... What, you put in a message somewhere. You said you were having a Scroobius, and yeah, and Chris got annoyed at you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm more than happy to have them now. Yeah, just the way you yeah. say that isn't like you're choosing it either, though. You're more than happy. <laughs> well, I'm not. Sounds like they're being I'm, forced. I'm not a massive beer drinker, and you know, I think all of them nights we've done the We Are Lizards at the book club, mm -hmm. where you just got complimentary. I'm, I'm, I'm sounding like a bit of a prick here, but they would obviously fill the fridge up with free beer. Yeah, but they'd also give. Old Queen Bee over there, a fucking bottle of gin and mm -hmm. a few jugs of Pepsi Max. And I ended up just thinking, oh, I might have some of that instead of the beer. And I think that's where I converted. I just stuck. You've got, you got fully on board, didn't you? Yeah, I like that, that if you were to do top five beers, yeah. your number one would be free. <laughs> that trumps <laughs> everything. The that trumps yeah. everything. The, the fact that we would always just drink the crap that they put in the fridge for free because it's free. So we could just have a good night and drink something that we yeah, enjoy. No, I hate no. When they had the Amstel phase, I, I got I was a bit of a prima donna about it. I, mm. I complained quite heavily. <laughs> <laughs> I drank it, but I, I didn't drink it in peace. Yeah. I, I made a real big old fuss about it. Mm. That's, but uh, how that's are you both? Chat. Right. What's going on? Here we are. Here we are on a, on a, a drunk cast. A second one of the year. Is it? Yeah. Because we did it in Jan. Because last did year we? we couldn't get in at Christmas, so we did it in Jan. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, I did at the time, but I've forgotten. Yeah. Lucky, you been all right? listeners. Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? All I right. was wearing a jumper that uh, for my birthday, worked to my birthday, and it went down a storm in It's jazzy, day. isn't it? I tell you, in Margate, they you, were fucking... You, you made it sound as if I wore it as a birthday treat to you. That wasn't the case. <laughs> I, I happened to wear it. You wore it for, for my birthday. Especially. What's this going on? It's just a jumper. What well, is? Um, I don't know. You What's don't, the, you don't just casually just sit around in that. That's a statement. It it's a, a jumper. It's got. It's got. Look at me. Mary and a baby and a baby J Jesus, I guess, on it. Mm -hmm. But they're black. Some black angels and some doves. I don't know why you got to pick that point out there, race. That's racist in many ways. I think it's a key part of it, is it not? Because because yeah. all most depictions of Mary and Jesus and all that are white, when that's not accurate to the, no. the region that it's all meant to be. So I think. Yeah. That's probably part of it. In many ways, they look too black. <laughs> you say that it's so often. There's <laughs> Chris's catchphrase is back in already. And that's normally episode three or four. <laughs> and I want to clarify, actually, that we're all good guys. Have I told you about this? Jesus. I've had people, because it's occurred to me that 
because we've been doing this drunk cast for so long, yeah. there's so many people who've come on a, a journey with us, yes. right, from the early days to now, and have heard the the shocking stories, but also heard the really heartwarming ones, heard us drunk, arguing about idiots who think it matters what gender you are and, like, mm-hmm. what gender the toilets yeah. are and all this kind of thing. Because we go into default mode, I, I I had someone last year who said I started listening but couldn't do it. Because when, particularly when Chris does joke lad mode, and it was yeah. something on last year's that you were talking about a film that had two girls in it or something, and Chris just went, did they les off? Or something like that. Which isn't, it's meant ironically, but because we we don't do the setup anymore, we're all so comfortable just going, oh, so anyone new tuning in hears our accents and goes, oh, is this that kind of podcast? And It's it's really difficult, that, mate. I think It's a weird one, isn't it? It's a weird balance. Managing your reputation, I think there is a risk with it. Well, you you genuinely struggled on it for a while because you, there was definitely a point where you felt that you had to get them the most wankered because that had kind of become a thing, yeah. that you're the one that's screaming yeah, at the end or doing whatever. Molly, Molly was literally saying to me on the drive down, don't, you know what will happen, you'll get really, you'll get too carried away and the uh, the boys will be like, oh, Chris can just slip into the really drunk mode and I, be really again, gregarious and rude. I've said it the last couple of years and I want to be really clear, you don't have to, have to slip into that mode. I, I welcome it and I thoroughly enjoy it, but it is never a, a pressure I, or a responsibility. I, I Anyway, yeah, cheers to that 8.2% laugh. I love that on the way down, Molly was saying, take it easy, don't get too into it. What's the drunkest beer you're selling here, mate? <laughs> Last time, it was really... We were sat here and we were on episode four and everything was so civil and I was like, mm. I'm going to get away with this. Mm. Like, I'm not... And then we did some shots. And then and then we drank that whole bottle of that monkey shoulder whiskey. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. old-fashioned whiskey. Yeah. And that was it. I couldn't remember a bloody thing. And was it the last time we all ended up sitting around crying? You, yeah, yeah. I, I, what I, from what I hear, you guys were crying. I, I, I kept, I kept on. It is true. We always on on the episode we did top five songs that make you cry. You, you and me cried, and Chris yeah. didn't because he's, he's a tough guy. Well, I mean, belt, as we're starting things off, like there's loads I want to talk about. We've got questions. I want to talk about Chris's birthday. I want to talk about the Tories. I want to do some games. Okay, well, um, I want to talk about m- 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 morals in podcasting because I think we've all had some really interesting wow. things this year and decisions to make. There's one in particular I thought you handled really well, Stu. You're looking blank. You've already forgotten it, but we'll get to that. There's loads of stuff. Songs. I had my first sports massage in a decade. <laughs> I want to get into that big time. So yeah, there's loads of stuff. I want to talk about favourite film, music, TV. I also want to discuss some board games because I've been playing a few board games this year. I know Chris is a fan. I've been to the theatre a bit, podcast stuff, all of these things. But I'm going to start it on a bit of a weird one, but it's kind of to encourage listeners to do this as well because I don't think that us three have hung out enough this year or as much as we would have liked to, the three of us together. I've seen a lot of you and I've seen a a decent amount of you, but but I don't think there's been enough where we've all hung out together. And not that we all need to go into it, but all three of us at different points have had a fucking shit year. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think we need... We obviously can go into as much detail as we want, but we don't have to. So I want to... I think there's a lot of people who meet up with people for the first time in a while over Christmas. And I just want to ask how you two's mental health has been this year. Because I know that mine has been a a struggle on and off. I've had a rough time. Speaking of 
of crying. Me and Stu are comfortable with crying. Mm. I did a video up at the Edinburgh Fringe because I've been to see a show, a couple of shows, and Rob Alton always makes me cry. And I just said a throwaway line at the minute, at, at the beginning, saying it's been a, a record-breaking year for tears for me because I had a rough start of the year and I was yeah. a lot of tears. I didn't even think about it as a dramatic thing. I had so many people r- reaching out. Dola messaged me saying instantly, I'm on, su- on su- suicide watch. I'm like, mate, <laughs> I'm in a really, at that point, I'm in a yeah. really good p- place, but I think it's okay to acknowledge these things. But yeah, I guess, how's how's it been this year? Who wants to, who wants to start? <laughs> I know this is a dark and heavy way to start the podcast, but I think, again, more conversations should... I guess so, right. yeah. Um, I, I think, like, generally, and I don't mean this in a tough guy, Chris way, like, I don't get that low. Mm. But, yeah, this year's just fucking knocked the wind out of me a bit, really. And, yeah, uh, and yeah just had a bit of a fucking shit time of it. Mm. But and, and just like, all the little kind of things you do to try and pull yourself out of it when you see it coming just weren't working. And yeah. yeah, just just found myself in a bit of a bit of a fucking mess, really. Yeah. Like very much functioning and trying to kind of do what I generally do, which is sort of throw myself into work and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, you've but, done my head in a few times on Pod Bible stuff, <laughs> where you've clearly w- w- woken up having thought about this thing all fucking night, <laughs> and there's an eight o'clock v- voice note from Stu saying. I think we should get into electric cars or some some fucking nonsense. <laughs> so, all right, Stu's had a bad night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I, I, I definitely think as you get older, you start to sort of take stock a bit more of stuff. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I don't know. Like, just had a, like, bits of bad news. Like, literally only two weeks ago, I had some really fucking awful news that just fucking yeah. knocked me back again. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not fucking in a right fucking shit state or anything, but just not... Yeah, just, just lots of change. One, went, one of my kids went to university. That's always mm. strange. You yeah, know, the a whole, change in the, the dynamic. Whole dynamic yeah. of the house has, has changed. And uh, yeah, just just lots of kind of weird bits of happening with businesses and, and stuff like that. And yeah, all, all little things. Just, I don't know, I just found myself just thinking, God, I don't know where the joy is anymore. Mm. Like, what, what makes me happy? And all the things that like I've thrown myself into... It's well documented if you listen to our call listing and you guys know inside out whether it's fucking driving around in a camper van, boxing, whatever it is, none of them things strangling. Like strangle wanks, <laughs> none of that was working. And uh so yeah, but yeah, don't I feel all right today. Like, I think it's interesting because I think all three of us have the character types that when we get a bit down, we kind of go into ourselves a bit, but not necessarily in a bad way. I know that if I'm going through some shit, I often just don't want to talk about it that much. And, and me and Chris had some really important chats and we had some really good good, good chats as well. But a lot of the time, I'm kind of like, like I, I, I know like my family like reached out at various points, my dad in particular. And there was points where I was like, look, I'm going to be, all the time on my, on my own, I'm going to be thinking about this. So while I'm with someone, I don't particularly want to be going over it again. Like it's going to be in my head. I get, as you know, I get. I've talked about insomnia a lot. Yeah. These things happen. It's like I'd rather not talk about it. But I never feel that I so far I've got into a place where it feels like a depression or like I feel I feel shit because something shit has happened. Mm. So I've never felt it's a dangerous thing. But obviously, it can be really dangerous if people, for some people, if they're going into themselves too much and not talking and and yeah. not sharing. So. It's a tough one though, right? Like f- f- knowing how much to reach out, how many times 
to check in. I mean, Chris, your year has been fucking relentless, right? Talk about you and your approach because mine's somewhat similar. Not exactly the same, but you like a strangle wing. Yeah. Yeah, but not my own cock. Just back months and months all in his pint there. I think that you, you know, like I always. we're here for you, and like you're not you're not putting us through the ring after you mm. having to open up it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, of course. You know, if it's it's all well and good. I think sometimes you do need that ability to decompress on your own and think about it. And but I do think having people sometimes to bounce it off is 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 healthy as well. Like you know, and it, as you say, it's about finding that that balance. But uh, yeah, I mean, you can't always just process it yourself I don't think I mean like I also one rule for one person is not, is not necessarily the, the solution for exactly others. I think that you're exactly very that. like kind of I check in with you and I, I, I I'll, I'll always be quite honest say. with yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah I'm, I'm not yeah, yeah. one to shy away I'll be like oh it's shit mate <laughs> here's why uh, I've cried a lot <laughs> well, I think when, once you start saying that it puts me off wanting to know more <laughs> yeah no I'm just messy oh, no on the joking side though I told you you, 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 you this Chris, I don't think I've told Stu, but there was a point where I said I had a few things happen all at once, and some were good and some were bad, but it was all change all at once, similar to what you're saying about dynamic changing, mm-hmm. so things like that. And I felt so, only for a few days, I felt so lonely. And during those couple of days, Stu hit me up to see if I wanted to go away somewhere in the camper van, and I realised I didn't feel that lonely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's lovely. laughs> I was like, I feel so alone that you were like, we could go somewhere in the camper van. I'm like, no, I'm good, mate. Feeling <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but, but again, it can be so weird in those things. And I've joked on that because it, but that was my genuine yeah. thought. But again, it can be weird on that as well when it's like you might feel completely alone, but equally, if you and Mark and that were going out somewhere, I probably wouldn't have fancied going out. I wasn't in that mood. So it's that yeah. weird juxtaposition of yeah. you can feel really isolated, but also it's such specific things. Yeah. That God. will work. You Can know. You imagine if we and you went away both miserably in that camper van, Mate, driving what, Annie and Mum with a stereo on. Uh, when I you two started a joke, started a whole while crying. <laughs> I, I sensed you a voice note about that because when you lot did the met, the proper mental health yeah. crossover podcast, I thought it was really good. Um, Stu mentioned a, 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 just listening to I started a joke by the Bee Gees on loop, and I was like. Neither of these cunts know that song, surely, because they would be cracking up if they knew how miserable this this picture was. If the picture this painted, because I think it's a beautiful song, but it's the miserable Bee Gees song, isn't it? All the rest of the Bee Gees is dance, and that's the, hi, not in a joke. It's quite weird. Everybody does a Bee Gees impression, but nobody can quite get it right. Everyone sounds like Brian Mulko. <laughs> yeah. I almost, on, on, I, I voice noted you about that, and you... You took the piss out of my Brian Malko. Um, and I almost sent you my Morrissey and my Sting. Because Sting's the one that makes me laugh the most. Because I think Sting Can you just... do a Sting? Well, I've got a version of Sting that I have. Okay. Right, so like, example, like walking on the moon, right? Right. I think Sting is terrible at reading the room. Right, okay. Right? You're going to do it? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so Sting comes in and they're like, oh, we've got this thing. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, and then boom, boom, and it's all gentle. Boom, boom, and then Sting comes in, just going, Giant steps up, what you think? Walking on the moon, and then like, 
the fuck are you doing, Sting? Right the room, go Number one, you're singing in Patois. <laughs> why have you got that accent? And why are you shouting? <laughs> this was such a tune. Dum, 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 dum. He just screams everything. Yeah. I'm convinced he screams everything. Oh, but yeah, man. anyway, Chris, back to your year. Uh, yeah, um, but how have you been? I, because every yeah, time I check in, weirdly. it's a weird one for checking in because as stupid as it sounds, I know because of some of the stuff in your life, it's going to be sad updates. So it's a case of if you yeah. want to go through that. Like right, sometimes yeah. it's nice to just it's, talk about something else. If it's like, how is everything? You're like, well, this, this, this and this. When sometimes is like, you don't want to keep going over it because like it's, it's just rehashing stuff you've already said. It's just more of the same. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I started therapy in March. I did right. it for about three months. It was great. Um, I, fin- I finished out. I felt really amazing. Um, I thought actually some of our chats that we've had with Tom Davis this year from the Proper Mental Podcast, loads of bits and pieces we, we discussed on there, I took took away and um, tried to live congruently with the values and, and ab- other aspects that we discussed. And it, it really generally helps. So shout out to Tom and the Proper Mental Fucking, He's getting loads of shout outs. Yeah, he is. Tom's a cunt. It's a really I've good had, I've had enough of this beer already. So, OJ beers. I'm really it's nice to do our quality once a week, though. Like, just oh, to, because it is like. I was going to say how important is podcasting because I think, as crass as it is at times, I think, except for in the 80s, you sound so happy for that whole hour, two hours, or whatever else. Same with hardcore listing. It always feels so. There's times. Obviously, when... I don't listen to off the beaten track, Why but. But on those two, I can say. Yeah, because I think both times, like, you know, both of us over the over the, the year, I'm sure, have just gone, oh, fuck's sake, we've got yeah, to record now. Yeah. But then I've said it before, and I'm, and I'm sure I echo, you know, Chris will echo what I say here. Like, five minutes in, however much you don't do it, we, we just, having we're having a laugh. Absolutely. And like, and finish it, it's like, oh, fuck, I feel a lot better for that. It's, it's, it's great for our mental health. Mm. Like, talking about we're like the same entity. But it, it is amazing. Um, I did this, I did the therapy, I finished out, I felt great. I, I had some things to work through, like uh, parents and um, mm. other close family me- members who are quite sick. And other bits and pieces that I just wanted to get my head around and finish it really strong. But then the last two months have just been chaotic as fuck. Like, you know, some of it's brought on myself, like just household stuff. Like, isn't it nice I'm getting my bathroom done? Like, it's difficult because that's such a first world problem, right? Um, But then, you know, mum's health has been really bad. Unfortunately, my partner's health has been really bad. And that has just led to a point where, like, even when you... I've, I've been so much better at planning, like, this year... I've learned to use it. It sounds so stupid, but I've learned to use a diary and I put everything in there. But the last week, I've not used it very well. Mm. And straight in my way, my life has been chaotic. The house is chaotic. I nearly forgot this podcast. And as soon as you said it, like, even last night, I was like, God, God, man, that keeps coming in and out of my mind. Because like last year or whatever, I felt way more prepared. And this Christmas, I'm completely out of touch. Like I've got no one's presence yet. I mean, there's probably a lot of people listening like, that's that's fine. Mm. But in the last four or five years, I've got much better at being like really ahead of myself with some of these things. And yeah, so it all just feels a bit like right now. Yeah, I feel like shit. I'm super looking forward to doing this for you guys. But it's, it's funny you ask that, Pip, because yeah, I just don't feel particularly particularly great. But, you know, I think we, you said this, we both have said this, you kind of know where you are. I, I know what my markers are in terms of, Am I veering into depression and stuff like that? I don't think I am. I just mm. think I'm acknowledging that 
I'm just under a lot of pressure at the moment. Mm. And that'll be all right. It'll be a bit shit for a while. And then um, it'll it, things, will, things will get easier. And I, I know they will. And I'm, I'm not like panic stations. I need to... I don't think like de- my depression markers are there. I know yeah. what they look like. Um, so... Are, are um, we had genuine discussions about if we do a drunk cast this yeah. year? And part of it was scheduling, but part of it was well, was I know we've all had ups and downs, yeah. so it might not be right, but we all decided... No, that makes it more important to get together yeah, absolutely. and do one because yeah. it can be tough to find the time. I think it's really interesting to hear the difference getting into using a diary as made because I think you are someone who fucking hates letting people down, hates the thought of people thinking of you badly in, you know, professional more, manner or whatever else. Yeah, but also it's, yeah, you, you, you're terrible with a diary. It's like scheduling yeah, and things yeah. like that at times. So that's, again, I don't know if that came from... Tom and and things like that, but that's a really good thing to kind of go right. Well, this could alleviate loads of that that's avoidable yeah, I mean, stress. Right. Potentially, this has been the most uh, uh, organised it's ever been. This yeah, year. you've mentioned yeah. that to me a few yeah, times. Like, I think I think actually, funnily enough, this week, the last few weeks, it hasn't been. But apart from that, like if we was to say as as a rule of thumb, this year's been you know, very much ahead of ourselves. Mm. And um, so the whole the diary thing came from. Uh, like, sometime last year we di- discovered that we were watching a show about ADHD and they were describing people with ADHD and me and Molly were just going oh god that really sounds like me right and it's not like I don't give a shit if I do or don't have it in the sense of I don't feel embarrassed about that and yeah. at the same time I don't want to misdiagnose myself and yeah. so what I decided to do is think well before I go and get diagnosis because I'm quite busy and it can be expensive, long queues. I thought, mm-hmm. you know what? What are, what are some of the ways to combat it? And I looked at a few different methods, and one of them was like an organisation, a planner. Um, and I found one that particularly works for me. Uh, shout out Clever Fox Diaries, um, mm-hmm. and it has habit trackers in there. And you know, oh god, it just like straight away. Like I've realised two things with my brain. Like I need a clean household, and I need to I need to write down my future because it. I can see very long term, mm-hmm. very macro things going on with economies and stuff. I can't see a week ahead of my life mm. at all. I'm terrible at it. Mm. And um, so, yeah, so starting to use a diary is, is, is literally changed my life. I started taking uh, mushrooms as well, not microdosing, but things like lion's mane, which are good mm-hmm. for concentration. And again, I, you know, I, at first when I was on them, I was like, I don't know if they're doing anything, but I was hyper productive. And then when I fell out of it, I noticed that all those behaviours were changing. So I didn't physically or mentally feel different, but my output was different. That was the difference I saw. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a, that, they're really positive things, and that, that's amazing. So I've had a, actually mostly positive, great year. It's just been literally since you ruined my birthday. Yeah. Literally a couple of days after birthday, it all just sort of like going a bit fucking pear-shaped. So, yeah, yeah that's it's shit. It's all good. But, I mean, I reckon comparatively, my... I spoke for longer than the pair of you, and I think the pair of you have gone through or, way bigger challenges. Oh, mate, mine has been a real kind of, as you said there, the epitome of the best of times, the worst of times. I've had some of my favourite times this year, yeah. personally and professionally. Like, as you know, the, the film stuff I'm working on at times has had me on cloud nine, yeah, and at times has absolutely cr- crushed me. Yeah, yeah. And same in my personal life. I've had some, genuinely, of my favourite moments of, of years, but I've also had some of... By far my worst, and that's and that can be tough, and it's weird because as I mean as you guys know, and I'm as I'm sure we talk about a lot on the 
<laughs> on podcasts. I'm a proper slave to logic. Whatever neurodivergence yeah. I've yeah. got, it's very logic f- f- focused. And I think, yeah, and I think that spins me out more maybe when there's stuff like emotions in general don't adhere to logic. Yeah. So you can be as logical as you want and go, well, you know, this happened or this yeah. happened, but you still, you know, I'm a, I, I had a point where I was having a really good week or two and I went for a walk in South End yeah. and I came home. That, no, I had a lovely walk in South End and I came home and a couple of th- thoughts and memories just oh, hit me God. and I was crying on my sofa and I hadn't had any tears in, in weeks at this point. I was in a re- genuinely good place felt I'd done appropriate work to process a lot of the things yeah. I'd gone through, hadn't just ignored it, had kind of taken my time with it and sat in it, hadn't avoided it. And yeah, that was just, it made, there was no logic to it at all. I hadn't gone anywhere that, that triggered specific memories or anything. I just, out of the blue, was just wiped out for at least a day. It's those things that, they're just in your subconscious. Just it's part of the process, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. There's no way you can ever know when they're going to come and catch you. Yeah. You know, and something will remind you of something. Um, I have like, you know, it sounds really funny, but I like seeing old people now is like just, I just have an affinity for the older generations. Mm. And like, you know, there's sometimes I'll see a bloke, I'll be in the shops, he'll just look, remind me of my dad. Mm. And it would just it just bring it to the, the surface. And I joke about, you know, we were saying earlier about not crying or the last podcast, but I mean, last year I cried, actually it would have been, yeah, it was last year. When we, when I went out to take mum into care fully, man, the crying there was just non-stop. And it was for funny, fun, different reasons. I, I cried more when I had to then relocate the cat than I did when the first day of relocating my mum. Like, I cried mm. a lot then, but... That's because the you relocated in a box in a river, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there goes my flashlight. <laughs> and, and, but I was, I was, I was, I was hailing, howling, driving, 6am one morning, driving this cat to Chelmsford. Mm. Because uh, I wanted it to go to a similar home to what Mum's got, so I was like, "Well, I want somewhere where they can relocate the cat into a sufficiently small spiked cage." <laughs> and um, and I was howling, howling with tears. And and I've learned a lot from discussions with my partner Molly. She's very good at, you know, you, you can't you can't hold down emotions; they can become toxic. So you've got to, you've got to feel your you've got to feel your emotions, man. Mm. I think there's a there's a balance to walk, and stoicism is is a, is a really important skill in life. And what's that mean? Um, just but you know when you come <coughs> in and think he's hard. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Usually on the speedos. When you're being able to like sometimes be unwavering in in, in certain. Got yeah, 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 yeah. Stiff up a lip. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Like. When mum went into hospital and she was, you know, she had an accident and any form of like general anaesthetic is dangerous. She could die under the knife now. She's in that sort of category. And I was all fine for all of that. And the minute that I got off the phone from the doctor saying she's come around from surgery, I was upstairs at my niece's. This was the day before my birthday. Mm. And then I knew that the pressure came off. I allowed the pressure to come off. I just started bawling it in the, Just relief. It was just fucking yeah. tears of relief mm. as opposed to tears of panic before it all happens. It's, you know? it's weird, isn't it, how you so often in those situations, and I know you had a lot of this with with your dad passing and things like that, you'll, you'll go into responsibility mode. You'll yes, go into four, four other people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You will be the one to be strong and to yeah. get shit done. And that's, again... An absolutely key skill, a really important thing as a member of a family, as a member of a community or whatever else. But it is also one that you do need to, to, 
to check yourself at some point and go, right, now allow myself to have these emotions and feelings. And it's interesting what you were saying because, again, we discuss all the time how different relationships with with different emotions, I guess. But I love when I, I see, like I've said this before, I've had a few times where I've seen someone who I thought was our mate, Jay. And this will be 10 years on, 20 years on, or whatever else. And it'll feel so lovely and warm yeah. and, and nice things. I always remember seeing someone driving along, and she hates this story, but I saw someone driving along, I thought, oh, it looks exactly like my nan. And then he got closer, it was my mum. Because <laughs> 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 it, it was just the way that she was sitting, and her frame, it wasn't that she looked as old, but at a distance, I was like, oh, it reminds me of my nan. Oh, it's my mum, there you go. That's why. <laughs> All my mum's sisters and my mum, like, all, like, they never looked anything like my nan. And now they all fucking touch, just straight up carbon copy. Yeah. Look, look, looks like my nan. Yeah. Just grey, blobby bags of wrinkled flesh. Yeah. How you doing, Chris's nan. <laughs> Chris's nan, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, um, I, I do, like, I, I, when it comes to you, Pip, like, checking in, I think, you know, gauging, you, you know, you've been through the absolute ringer, mate, at points, but you seem to... I'm glad you're feeling better. Mm. You always seem to be sort of like processing it as best you can. And it's, it's, it's been tr- trying to prioritise what's important as well. Like, I took a load of time off Twitch, and I love Twitch, but it's not a priority. <laughs> it's not as important as just yeah. life and your own mental health and your head and things like that. And there are things that I do feel kind of are as important as all that stuff, because they're the stuff that are my absolute passions, like the film stuff or acting and things like that, that take priority again I was lucky as well that I had a couple of acting gigs Mm. around that time that were really exciting ones so that really I had a good distraction that felt like a productive distraction Mm. and yeah I did also have time to just go oh this is shit you know (laughs) just after like you know you know I won't go into it but like I was aware that something you know there was a change in your your situation yeah and I hadn't seen you obviously I'd I'd message you but then sometimes you're like no more I'm just Keep me head down for a couple of days, and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, if that's that's what you, that's what works for you, then great. But you know, um, but then we we met up and we went to London, yeah, and uh, and and that was so good because we laugh about it now because we did walk a, ma- a marathon, like we did walk. Was it? It was like it was fucking insane. Oh, we did about thirty like, k. Yeah. It was <laughs> kilometers. <laughs> Don't wear vans, kids, if you're going to do that. I've done. I've done. 20 today. I had a podcast in London earlier. <laughs> 20 today. I we love walked it. right right across. I bet it was good because we just spent the old day just had a good wandering chat. around chatting. Yeah. And, uh, it was fucking location spotting money for his film. Of course it was. Yeah. 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 He weren't really listening. But, uh, <laughs> but we did have a good chat to the point where I think when we got on the train on the way back, it was like, I think we're done. Yeah. I think I we've, think we, we've talked everything. We'll see you at Grace. <laughs> yeah. See you in a bit, mate. Lovely. <laughs> oh, brilliant. But, but yeah, the other thing, as this is a drunk cast, mm. have you both been, how's your drinking been this year? Has it been a reasonable level? Do you feel at any point it's been, I know you've mentioned a few times recently you've been getting fucking drunk, but it's because it's been birthdays and cunt and, and all that. How have you felt? I remember you saying during the pandemic there was a point where you were drinking yeah. too regularly. Yeah. How do you uh, feel it is at the moment? Are you in a good place with it? Is it? Probably not. Uh, I think about it every day. I think about how much I like. <sighs> it's weird. I don't. Last night I recorded acceptable in the eighties, and it was my monthly catch up with you know with me mate, and, and we did have a. Well, I, had, I had five cans of Guinness, 
Uh, sorry, I saw red this morning. But um, yeah, generally, I find like I'll, if I'm sitting just watching telly, it, it it's not enough. Right, it's not enough, and and I'm either looking at the clock, thinking, "How early can I go to bed?" Like it's eight o'clock, too early to go to bed because I've just want. I've got nothing left to do today. I just want to go to bed and get mm. on with tomorrow. And then if it feels too early, then I think, oh, fucking hell, I'll have a glass of wine. Mm. And I'll have a glass of wine. I won't have yeah. like three glasses or a bottle. Yeah. I'll have a glass of wine. But I don't need that glass of wine. No, exactly. But at that time, whether it's eight o'clock, nine o'clock, I think like, have a glass of wine. Like, because it will alter your state a little. Yeah. Because both the, the, the theme of both going to bed early and having a glass of wine is it's turning your mind off, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. I guess like you know, without getting to getting you on the sofa, Stu, you have had a re- you have had a really, really some really tough things this year, and you know you do think a lot. I'm gifted with not thinking so much, either. <laughs> and um, and I guess that's the way you're combating it. But maybe there's you know I, de- I definitely I, I can empathise with this. I mean, alcohol at the moment isn't really. The thing I'll use to do yeah. that. But I've got my own little tricks. Meth. Yeah. What's that? Meth. 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 Yeah. 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 And back to the strand. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe. I mean, the fact that you, you you observe that, you can observe that, and you know, anything in moderation is fine. But if you're having that impulse every night, then it's like how. And also going to bed at eight could be all right. If you're getting up at five, you could become part of five o'clock. I, I, that, that's you know? exactly what I'm doing. Mm. I am getting up ridiculously early and getting good stuff done before oh, yeah. before eight o'clock and you know and, and things like I'll get up really early and I'll walk the dog and yeah. get some fresh air and start to have a walk and then get some work done which is great but I should feel at night that sitting in my home I should be completely comfortable yes. to just sit and be yes. and uh, and and I'm not no. and uh, and so you know I either try and get rid of that day or have a have a drink and it's uh it's not sustainable, that. No. Right, so... Uh, Do you not know how to access my Twitch channel? Because there's fucking great content there. That'll... You know, things are bad. You'll be not wanting to go to bed. <laughs> you'll be like, can I just get a little bit more in? If I ever joined your Twitch, I'll guarantee I'll turn on and you'd be talking about wrestling and I'd be like, that's it. I'd never done. talk about wrestling on there, actually. I don't think anyone in there is into wrestling as much as I am. And you know I get annoyed talking about things if I can't go into to proper detail. And every now and then I'll have someone in the chat make a wrestling comment and I'll be like... They don't really understand, but okay. You really want to talk about it though. <laughs> want to talk about it, but you're not really in depth enough for me, <laughs> for my liking. Do you, uh, have you considered counselling one on your own? Counselling on your own? Not really, no. I just no. like I really like that. That what I did this. Like I, I've done counselling probably like four times now, mm. and I would say three out of those times the therapist weren't brilliant, mm. and this time the therapist was good. Mm. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, but even so, like, just going there and, you know, getting to talk and getting a different perspective, it really does help. Like, there's certain things I was feeling guilt about and stuff like that. Back to the strangling. Back to the strangling. <laughs> um, but now I have different perspectives on different scenarios, and, and that alone is, makes it worth its weight in gold, you know. You, yeah, you it's really it, positive, you isn't it? On, you can do it on Zoom if you don't want to go and see them. Yeah. It's so weird, my own perceptions of, of, of cancelling. <clears throat> Like, I just instantly think of, and, and not in a macabre way or, or any kind of sort of a tortured way, but, like, I got took to a, a psychiatrist when I was fucking, I don't know, 
10. Yeah, I can't believe it took years for us to, to to learn this. I remember hearing you talk about this on, except in, in the 80s It was, maybe. yeah, but he, he actually brought it up last and night. I was like, I don't what know the what fuck? T- How do we not know that I don't know Stu what... was sent to the fucking X-Men to be <laughs> st- <Yeah>. studied? <laughs> yeah. It's like Hogwarts. Yeah, I just had to just get monitored playing mm. stickle bricks, which is quite weird. Uh, by people that look like in the white coats from like ET. I wasn't allowed to use my hand, I had to use my mind, but that was fine. Or <laughs> <laughs> his mouth. That's yeah. a whole different. Uh... So, but, yeah, I, I, would, I would say, mate, just because I'm not saying definitely do it. Yeah, you're not with that. Or I've had some big, yeah, speaking of that, I've had some big conversations with m- members of my family this year to, to say, because again, I think therapy has changed and I think it is. Mm. There's more variation and more options. And it could just be good to have someone to talk to about stuff sometimes yeah. who is outside of a situation. I've banged on about the Samaritans a million times mm-hmm. because of my mum's involvement there. But I think things like that are really important because it's really good to talk to your friends or your loved ones, but sometimes that's the last person yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. talk to. So it can be really good to have this outside v- voice that can just have a look at it all. Have like a look at it all and go. Then just stare at you. No, but I'll keep wanking. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't stopped me yet. I can't wait to compare this start of the podcast to the the fourth or fifth episode. The shit we're talking about. We're being very grown up and responsible. Um, how about you, Chris? What do you use then as your alternative to as as your distraction as your your, um, your get out? Do you feel there's any negative this ones? Year, this year. I've actually played a bit more on the computer Mm -hmm. um, and I've actually found that really good at points and then oh hold on playing it a bit too much Mm -hmm. and like never like it's never been like long like like massive like all day sessions but I was playing it like I got into this phase of playing it between like you know Molly would go to bed after I fucked the shit (laughs) obviously I've done my hand on my business as a a husband no like Molly would go to bed (laughs) um, unfulfilled (laughs) <laughs> and then I'm playing a computer, which, by the way, is the death, death knell of any relationship. You have to be really careful with shit like that. You know, your partners don't want that. And and I was never intentionally doing that, but I did notice I'd slipped into this thing of Molly needs to go to sleep earlier than me because of her condition. And then I was like, oh, I found a game I kind of quite liked. And then before you know it, it was then a habit. Mm. And then I was looking really looking forward to every night. It was almost like Pavlov's dog. I was like, I want, I, I, I actually was looking forward to that like ten o'clock. Mark, Molly's in bed. That's your glass of wine, mate. And that, mm. it's, it's that that is the glass of wine. Absolutely mm. sure it is. But um, you've got you you've moved closer towards like like liver failure, and I've got a one point five kill death ratio in Hunt Showdown. <laughs> so who's laughing? Exactly, winner. <laughs> who's the real winner? Um, but yeah, no, that that definitely was part of it. it was it's interesting. But Interesting with games though, because it can be a really healthy thing. Like gaming yeah, can be really can. helpful. Yeah, yeah, sure. I always, I know when in my championship manager days, like I definitely think I was addicted in some way. Mm-hmm. And I had to kind of, my checkpoint would be think about how I feel when I'm turning the game off. Mm-hmm. And if I'm feeling really happy and positive and mm-hmm. better and progressed, then it's probably not that bad. But if I'm not, and I definitely had that in Champman where I'd play for hours on end and then I'd end just kind of, all right. To turn it off and go to sleep I wouldn't be turning it off going oh that was amazing it's like it was as if I was at work I was going in to run a football club I'm clocking in and clocking off and feeling miserable it's like stop doing that and I'm, again I'm big on that on all games these days like particularly with Twitch and things like that where it can feel like you've got a responsibility 
ability to play certain games that everyone else is playing or to be part of this and part of that. I 100% go on that kind of, oh, am I enjoying it? Rather than it's just, it's, it's paying, it's giving me a little bit of money and I'm, you know, doing that, That's what happens. <clears throat> it's certainly what's happened to me where if you make all your passions your job, mm. then you're not left with anything that's a passion. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I do think you fall into that. As you know, a YouTube channel, Stu. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You buy yourself a camper van to can escape. Tune in next week. <laughs> so you, that was such a great, like, I was so happy yeah. um, to see you buy that camper van, Stu. Like, yeah. From a selfish perspective, because I get to go in it. No, I mean, like, generally for you, because I thought you've talked about it, you really talked about it, like, like, like in a fantastical way, in a yeah. fanciful way, and you did it, and you didn't do it in that way where you just threw every bit of money you could at it. You, you were sensible, like with your purchase and the van you got, and um, yeah, I just would, like, you know, hope to see you use it to death, really, mate. And then, but you can't go like every night at probably driving at eight o'clock just to just to give you that fix. I think the five o'clock club, obviously, that will make you more tired. Mm. 8, 8, 8 p.m. seems still a bit early. Get yourself another ho- hobby. I know you, you were saying that you wanted to build your dioramas for your, mm. your Star Wars or something mm. like that. You, you, For me, like I haven't done any painting of me, uh, me Warhams. That's what I like to call it now, Warham. Yeah, I hate you when um, he calls it that. Yeah, everyone does. <laughs> he encourages me to say it more. Um, <laughs> but I, I still will buy the miniatures to build them because I like just the modelling. So when yeah. I get a chance, I'll, I'll do that. Modeling. That's, that's all I ever did with them. I bought figures to to glue them together and, yeah. and put them all together. And I, I never got into the painting of them because I felt yeah. I wasn't good enough. Yeah. They look really nice in the silver yeah. like metal or whatever it is. Yeah. I paint them and they look shit. Yeah. It's like let's just just leave them as they are. Oh, so I'm a get that. Painter. I just don't. And I've <laughs> built my micellar now, so I'm going to set up a little paint station down there. Carry on yeah. strangling down there. Oh, I'll never stop shaming me. How's how's the exercise? Because oh, I know you and me met up to go and see the Meg 2. And before Mark got there, I thought you looked noticeably, you looked healthier, oh, yeah, you yeah. looked in a good way. Um, yeah, how's that been? Yeah, great. Getting stronger. What have you stronger. been doing? Uh, I'll probably do five times a week now. Having said that, this week I haven't been once. Like, it's been so chaotic. Mm-hmm. But, like, up until this Monday, I'm five times a week and you wake up wanting to exercise. Sometimes going, start at, do the workout at 6 a.m., finish for 7, and you, you come out of the gym at 7 a.m., you feel like you're fucking on top of the world. Yeah. It's an amazing feeling, yeah. And mm. I'm not so much... I did... I Honestly, I started it for more... Partly because, you know, I want to look all right for my, my partner. Um, you know, I was getting a bit, like, out of shape, and I don't really want to put her through that. I'm 10 years old now. I don't want to be too too dad bod around her. But um, I started it for more aesthetic reasons, but definitely more now. Just You just feel physically better. And um, yeah. I'm super strong now. You are super strong now. The, the discipline now is not exceeding that, in my opinion, because I think exercise becomes addictive. And I know loads of people who online do a lot of fitness stuff and I'll drop a message every now and then going, like, how, how disciplined are you on, on your rest days? And I'm not yeah. being in the gym because it can become such an addiction, particularly when you start to post about it and it becomes yeah. part of your identity. Yeah. I know a lot of people who are in some kind of workout seven days a week and that's not good for you no. you should, like rest days are important for your body and for it not becoming a a, a crutch that you're relying on kind yeah. of thing so yeah it's interesting there so i was pleased to hear five days that's good yeah 
There's a couple of rests in there. You're taking some breaks. Yeah. You're not going yeah. over the top. Lovely, mate. Because you, you'd on and after a bit of running, didn't you? Stu, you've been doing any at the moment. You walk the dog. I never. You go and punch people a lot. You go uh, and punch I, and I, kick I, people. I, I, I box once a week. <clears throat> um, sometimes twice. Oh, well, I, I've, it occurred to me when you were talking about this on an, another podcast. I've no idea how good he is. Oh, he's been going for a long time though, so he's probably all right. He's quite, he's very modest. Whenever you talk to him, he's quite modest about it. And I always think that's, you know, if you're gonna, you're better to be underestimated in a fight, aren't you? Yeah. So I think he's been modest, so he's probably a bit more handy than, uh, than he's probably left. <laughs> well, I like the idea of that. But, um, I wish 50, that was the case. I'm 50. I've been doing it like 14 years now, but. Yeah, well, you can bloody punch then, can't you? And but uh, you I definitely, I definitely just. It, I now look like when old men used to come to the gym when I was younger and I used mm. to think, oh, fucking hell. Mm. Like, they look old. And like, and now if I ever see a like, video of me doing sparring or whatever, I just think, oh, I'll become that guy. Like, <laughs> 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 I've joined the gym, joined the gym a couple of weeks ago. Uh, at our old college, Palmer's. Oh, really? I and, used to go uh, to the gym what, at Palmer's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just going there lunch times and that. Um, to help Luke get them all stretched up. And, uh, warmed up I help him out. Yeah. I help him out. It's just putting a little bit back into the community, yeah. but uh, but only, no. a, only a little bit back into the community. Just a very little bit. Me, me and my dad used to go to that, that gym. Like when yeah. my parents first, and we've told, I've, we talked about this on our other podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. that we never did anymore. That me and we, like when my parents split up, me and my dad started going to this the gym at Palmer's every week, and we'd go for a workout and a sunbed. Quite weird. And no that. one can ever imagine me using a sunbed. I can't imagine your dad using a sunbed. Yeah, sun so when we were in college. So when we were in college. You never looked brown. <laughs> I never turned it on. Just had to lay down, just had some peace and quiet. Like everyone's doing my head in. Finally, dad stopped talking. Stop crying about mum. It was a really nice thing that we'd, again, because it was that thing of when your kids are that bit older, it's finding what you're going to do and what you're going to bond over. Like Again, I think a lot of the reason sometimes we don't all see each other as much as we might like is because we're not fucking, let's go down the pub, have a few pints, have a catch-up. That's in, so, so entrenched in our, our society of that's how men catch up. Again, I've told it before, but I always remember when um, me and, and Mangon were trying to have a catch-up. But he's someone that, will always reach out. And I always try to remember to reach out to him if I haven't heard from him and just say, mm. you all right, mate? How's it going? But I remember he was having a rough time and I suggested we went for a walk. Because <laughs> I was like, let's have a walk and a chat. Like, again, I'm not really up for going and sitting, particularly around here. We've not got any particularly nice pubs. No. So it's like, I don't want to go and sit in a pub with a load of fucking cunts yeah. and have any weirdness. And so we went and had a big walk along South End and just, yeah... It's finding that those things, whether it's Palmer's gym and a sunbed. Mm. Just start having a sunbed in there. You're definitely having a sunbed in there, actually, aren't you? <laughs> Stu's the brownest person I know, easily. That's the real reason you go in. Who meant I was brand last, what, a couple of days ago? You me. Was it you? Yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> when you were walking up the high street and we were oh, meeting in Rayleigh. Yeah. And you look browner than everyone. Everyone's like cold and ruddy and Stu's walking along bronze. As the promoter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Fucking hell. I've never had a sunbed. Ever. Have you? I have. I mean, they're bad for you, aren't I they? Have, I, I had, I've had two my whole life. Mm. I was dating one. 
Uh, probably one of my most uh, uh, traditionally sort of, when was this, probably mid-2000s, my girlfriend was very much the sort of like, I'm going to say, to say girly girl is like, what does that mean? But uh, sort of she'd get her fingernails done, mm-hmm. you know, very much the sort of like would be going to the sugar hut sort of look girl. Mm-hmm. So she got, she would always have, she was always brown, even in winter. <laughs> and uh, probably was sick of fucking dating one of the guys from Cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a stark love making, like, you know, yeah. So uh, I, I, I literally had two and just thought, not for me. Especially because even, I mean, I'm a walking, I'm, I'm genuinely a cancer magnet, aren't I? Yeah. So I, I, I did it and thought, what am I doing? This is, this is kind of stupid. And that was it. I, did, I didn't get anything from it. I think I went slightly pink. Yeah, I thought no, this is fucking sh- stupid thing to do. I can't imagine a, a you with a tan. No, I have not really I fit. Literally in the light, I, I used to have. I used to be quite quite tanned as a as a boy. So if you try and think of me as nine with a nice golden golden tan, okay, and, yeah, think about that. Yeah, give me a minute. <laughs> Bib's got his eyes closed. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Do you want at the moment? Do you, clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're looking at his tan strip. Oh, right, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was always in the sun, hanging around Clacton. And I actually wonder if um, that was cause of why I've got so many moles now. Yeah. Because probably wasn't that healthy the amount of time I was spending in the sun as a little blonde lad. We spoke earlier of backstories. I'm glad you ex- explained casually thrown in. I've always been a can I'm very much a cancer magnet. And us two are going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's because of the- you've got a lot of moles and stuff like that. So, it's a really weird thing yeah. to try and casually. Obviously, I've had a cancer three magnet. Moves, two by other people, one by myself. Oh wow! Well. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah, don't don't do that, kids. But the, uh, you enjoying the gym? Uh, I went uh, three days on a row and done five uh, k each day, uh, <laughs> and then done my back in really? and got flu. Uh, oh so and I never get you ill. Copy of me because I had that about mm. a month ago, didn't I? I did right. my back in and then yeah, I got just, a cold really that came out of it. Yeah, and I never get ill. I yeah. never get colds or anything like that. And and I thought. I think I might have COVID, but I didn't have COVID. But yeah, I just felt rotten for a week. And then, yeah, my neck got better Friday. And then it's just been, I was away the weekend and then recording last night. So I'm hoping tomorrow evening I'm going to go and have a little 5K. Are you doing just running then? Are you doing any of the weights and stuff like that? Do you know what? I've never been into weights and I know you should, but what was weird was... It's really good for everything else because it's it's about strengthening your body for all the other... I got it's, there and... Yeah, and for weight loss, yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of the myth that cardio is there. And again, I get that myth in my head all the time. If I'm yeah. feeling I've been eating badly, I'll do mainly cardio every day yeah. for a bit. And that's not that's not a healthy mindset. I'd say that's one of my negatives and that I've tried to, to, to readdress exercise-wise yeah. is if I can't be asked, I can always be bothered to do cardio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that can get dangerous because you can have yeah. a big calorie deficit and that's that's not good for you. But totally. again, I get that in my head of cardio yeah. is if I'm wanting to sh- sh- shed some timber. Whereas Chris is completely right. Weights is as good, if not a better way. Yeah. For, yeah. Of losing weight. So, so yeah. If you, again, I I had a really nice. Oh, me and Tom are going to tr- try and start going to the gym a bit because he Fat hit me Tom. up about yeah. Tom the chip. Yeah. Tom's looking lean. He's looking great. Oh, he'll always be fat. I mean, this comes from the, the 90s when he wasn't even fat. I yeah. I mean, not that that's... He wasn't fat then either, so let's not get... There's no fat shaming here. For some reason, no, that was no, his name. Um, but I had a... When, when I went on that... Well, I mean, we've not really talked about this. When I went on that um, kind of 
shamanic journey and thing. Have yeah. we talked about yeah. that? I Did we talk we about that on the drunk? I don't know if we're talking about drunk. Talked about it somewhere, somewhere. somewhere, but we might have done. I when I went on that, while we were there, me, Stevie Gray, and Rob Parker, Stevie's son, this guy, like a few other lads, all went to like a gym there because Rob's got really into his. Jim, yeah. like you like you've had him on the podcast. Incredible. He's looking in Nothing, he's looking fantastic. Yeah, he's mm. he's a stud. And that was really nice because I'm used to doing I've been doing all my kettlebell stuff for a decade now. Mm. And it's fine, but I've been doing it for ages. It's all the same stuff. I know what I'm doing. So it's really nice to have something like Rob led our workout. I mean, it was beautiful to see Stevie and his boy. They went off and Stevie led their workout, so it's just beautiful to, to see them training together. And and Alfie's like in good nick now and all that, so that was cool. Stevie's an amazing sh- sh- shape for his new sh- his new show he's doing. He's playing a, a boxer. It looks fantastic. You'll love it. I went and visited the, the, the set a few weeks back. It's looks fantastic. Um, but um, yeah, me and 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 the, and the other two guys just kind of. Let Rob lead and use a load of machines I don't normally use because I've never b- b- particularly been a gym machine guy because mm. I'm a functional fitness guy and kettlebells and CrossFit and all that. But it's variation, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Stuff that's making it interesting. And there's, yeah. there's definitely a few things that we did there that I now do at home all the time mm. and have brought into things. And yeah, I think it's so good just to get that your, variation. You're back on the exercise. You look pretty. I'm doing. Good yeah, shape, mate. I'm all right. I mean, these. I we'll get into this in another episode, but I did a kind of weird. Sexy photo shoot this year, so I got in really good shape for, for, for that. <laughs> Stu's had a glimpse. I, fl- I flashed up one of the, the the pictures when we were doing a Zoom call. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. It's a particular ph- photographer I'm a fan of, and they were over in the country, and they do a lot of their specialities light on flesh, so there's a lot of flesh. <laughs> um, I've been dragged into that with you when we were like, I'm not, I'm not falling for that It's again. true. Chris had to take a picture of me naked and he wouldn't look. He turned away and pressed the, the flasher. It's, Why? It's when I was, it was, I was doing photography. It was a photography it was project at uni. Project, by the way. He, he, Leave then, your pants he, on. He, then, he, then, he uh, then wasn't allowed back to the, the uni. <laughs> <laughs> and you normally the photographer's like, I'm going to make you a star. Yeah. Was you groomed by the actual person yeah. he was photographing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's my project ID entity. It was. And yeah, he, he, he wore all different fucking outfits yeah. before. And then Normally, the photographer is getting someone in and getting them to take their clothes off. I was like, Chris, come in. I'll take my clothes off. <laughs> I'm just going to loosen this. I'm just going to loosen this a little bit. <laughs> he genuinely looked away. Yeah. It was you so funny. Keep telling everyone I tell you looked away. That only just uncovers that that was your whole plan all along. He didn't look though. <laughs> no, it's just so funny. It's so yeah. funny that the, 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 like we've 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 shared hotels together. We've had all sorts <laughs> yeah. of things, but the discomfort at that age yeah. of like, yeah. no, he's going to be oh, naked. Yeah. I'm just going to turn away and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I've I've got into good shape. But I've been up and down on on the fitness and health stuff. There's been points that I proper got into it, and points I like at the moment that I know I'm never overdoing it. Mm. Um, like. I'm definitely not doing that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, like it's that thing of like I, I think, particularly with if fitness gets into your algorithm on social media, then you're seeing stuff constantly of what you can do and the mentality stuff. And it's not about it's it's not about habit. It's about discipline. It's not about this. It's about that. And again, I think all of that can work for some and can't work for, for others. So yeah, I felt in a decent place in that if I want to 
not work out for a bit, I won't work out for a bit. And, yeah. then, and then when I get back, I feel all the better for it and, yeah, get a good buzz. I mean, we're at the end of the first episode. Yeah. Or should we try and get a a, a, a listener question in just quickly? Um, let me see who you've got. The question... Any chance the three of you can go on a, r- a road trip in Stu's new camper van? I'd watch that on YouTube all day long. Well, where are we going to go and what are we going to do? That's from Georgie Scriven. Uh, oh, hello, George. Georgie. Um, I mean, I know you and Cunt told me the idea of being outside and camping was your idea of hell. Yeah. And there is only one double bed in it, so it will be... Uh, did he specify with you or... With... Oh, good point, good point. Yeah. No, but that's perfect. If we're going somewhere, I get a B&B, you two in your double bed. Hang fucking on. golden. No, no, no. Fucking no, no. golden. Because the last time... Uh, the only time I've shared a fucking camper van was with you, Pip, and that didn't work out. What, because of the ghost? It's because of the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and find out more about that in the next episode of The Drunk Cast. <laughs> You've been listening to Scroobius Pip's Distraction Pieces. There we go. That was part one. And what a grown-up first part. Oh, what an unusually grown-up first part. I hope you enjoyed it because, as I said, I, I did feel that we needed to start it in a way that I hope people might be able to relate to. Don't worry, it becomes a drunk mess soon enough. <laughs> There's plenty of laughs. I mean, there was plenty of... Uh, of, of, of laughs in that but there's plenty of laughs and debauchery to come so uh stay tuned for the next episode until then stay safe and stay sane ta ta ta